The Life, Love, and Leadership Podcast is a presentation of Marissa Q. Payne International, Dr. James Payne Speaks, and the Foundation for Successful Marriages with Rare Gem Productions. Learn more at SuccessfulMarriages.org. And here are your hosts, the doctor and the missus, Marissa Q. Payne and Dr. James Payne. Welcome back to Life, Love, and Leadership with Dr. James and Marissa Q. Payne. I am Marissa Q. Payne. And I am Dr. James Payne. And we're super excited to have you back with us for another thrilling episode of Life, Love, and Leadership. If this is your first time listening, welcome to the party. You are a little late, but it is never too late to join. So a word of advice, you do need a notebook for this podcast because in between all the laughing and um, what would I call it? More laughing. Yeah, I was going to say insults, but. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Verbal um, judo. Verbal judo. That's good. In between all of that extraness, mm-hmm. um, we actually tend to drop some real tips, tools, nuggets you can use in life, love and leadership. So grab a notebook or hit the subscribe or follow button so you don't miss a single tidbit. Hubby. What's up, boo thing? <laughs> What's the big idea for today? Well, today's big idea, we're going to be starting a three-part series on dating in the age of COVID. Inquiring minds want to know. Uh, and we'll get to know a few bachelors and bachelorettes over the next few weeks and learn more about how dating is happening today and unpack some key issues from both male and female perspectives. So you definitely want to stay tuned for that. I'm super excited because we have worked really hard. We did kind of a call and... And I think we have some really great guests that will be joining us. Um, And in fact, we should just bring them right on in so that they can be a part of the show from the top. Well, come on, let's do the doggone thing. So today we have Cindy Watts. Cindy is a Gen X divorced uh, single, currently cohabitating in a committed relationship. Uh, She is a senior account executive and says her number one dating pet peeve is lying and dishonesty. What's up, Cindy? Hello, hello. Thank you for having me me. Oh, Gen X makes me sound special. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. So next we have Roche Rogers. Roche is also a Gen X single and is open to dating. Uh, Roche works in healthcare and says her biggest dating pet peeve is people who have proven themselves to be untrustworthy or dishonest. Yikes. What's going on, Roche? Hi, thanks for having me. And Gen X makes me sound like a superhero. (laughs) (laughs) I'm noticing in a trend, though, in this dishonesty situation. We are, we're on the edge. Like, you know, we like, we used to be cool, and now we like, I don't want to say old, but, you know, we're pushing. Mature. We push I, I we're mature. That's what that I said, part. mature and single. Yes. Yeah, but I still got it, though, Marissa. I still got yes. it. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Yes. And finally, we have Lynette Robinson. Lynette is a divorced single uh, who is currently uh, open to dating. Lynette is an entrepreneur and her biggest dating pet peeve is experiencing men who show up as their representative uh, version of themselves minus their real authenticity. Mm. What's going on, Lynette? Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> yes, we we worked hard to pick quality women because that's yeah. who I wanted to talk to. Thank right? You. Like we got we got the girl bosses in the building. The and girl I'm bosses are in the house. Yay. Super excited. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yay, girl bosses. Yes. <laughs> so um, I know we're going to get get into this. We've got to do our um, what's on your mind piece first. But what do you guys think about um, this whole dating concept? Like before we even get into it, like when you hear the word dating, I'm just curious what comes to your mind. Trash. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I'll be it's honest, a lot. Right. It's a lot, right? It's a lot. It's a lot. And and being a mature woman, <laughs> it's even more. Like yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Wow. Yes. I think it's a little different for me because when I was younger, I dated for sport. But mm. now I can't do that. Like <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm like, okay, dating to me is number one, are you worth dating? Like worth Mm. me spending my time. And then two, is dating to go somewhere, not just dating because I'm bored. Mm. Yeah. Right. And I would like to even say that, you know, when I was younger, I dated for fun too, but I was like in a long-term relationship. And now that the kids are at the house and, you know, I'm I'm at my best, I like to say, you know, Um, Mm. but even if I feel like if I wanted to date for fun, is really, you know, like like as as a sport, I guess I should say, it the option really isn't there because of the, mm. you know, just people aren't really who they say they are. I think, you know, ooh, or seem to, to be. Peeve. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. You got representatives showing up. Okay, yes. so that's a preview of where we're headed. I am like super excited to be talking about this. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. So, Absolutely. but before we get into that. Yeah, um, before we get into that, as always, I got to know what's going on in that. I was going to ask you first. You was going to answer me today? Yeah, you just interrupted All me. All right, come on through. Come on through. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on in that brilliant brain of yours? Uh, what's going on in this brilliant brain of mine? So this fairly recent presidential election uh, that has taken place was it, it was really interesting. And I, I think it impacted some relationships. So what was on my mind was I read an article about a couple that actually decided to divorce uh, because they had opposing political views. Uh, the husband was a Trump supporter, uh, a Caucasian male, and the wife, an African-American woman, was a Biden supporter. And the divide, the Gulf was just too much for their relationship to handle. And I thought, wow, that is uh, that's so important, I, I guess, to make sure uh, going into a relationship that you guys kind of have some aligned values and belief systems and the, the same set of assumptions, but because it kind of helps to be successful in relationship. Mm, yeah. That's interesting because, I mean, obviously they would have known that coming into the relationship. I don't think that's that uncommon. Um, so I wonder, well, I mean, I, I say I wonder what it was that really made this, that, mm. you know, kind of breaking thing that made it break. But at the same time, I do think, I, I think that this has been, you know, particularly different. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like Republican and then there's been Trump. Yeah. Bad, bad. <laughs> which is a little different. But it may not necessarily have had anything to do with the political views 
necessarily. Hmm. Yeah, and I, I understand that media uh, has a tendency to you know create the narrative that they want to uh, create, but that's the angle that they took in reporting this story that you know this couple actually divorced. That it was over that. Yeah, o- o- over the relationship, and they actually the couple actually did like a brief little interview. And uh, oh, yeah, yeah, it, it was it was pretty interesting. Pretty I don't know, ladies. What do you guys think? Have you had philosophical views with mates before? Mm. I've definitely had the conversation, but there comes a point where there's a line in the sand and either you with it or you're not. Mm. Yeah, I would have to agree to that, too. Do you do you talk politics with suitors or people that you're meeting along the way? She says suitors. (laughs) 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 And I'm the old one. <laughs> wow, wow. Wow. What do you what do you call them? I don't know what you call them. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's not suitors. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have referred to, to folks as gentlemen callers. Oh it, my God, that a, that's worse. Is that a good one? No, no good that, that is definitely not good. I, I, I'm not sure I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, you, no, no, you no. two are showing that you have been out of the game for a minute. No. So the the suitors <laughs> So what do you, this dude, this guy, what do you say? I don't even know. I think, I, I think the suitors Crickets. threw me off, so I can't yeah, even right. I don't I even know remember. now. And then so when you're talking to your college. girlfriend, what do you say? This guy. This guy. Yeah. This guy. Yeah. This guy. Or whatever I call him from, you know, the dating site, like, you remember the shorty I told you about because he's short? Uh, or, do you remember the non-working guy I told you about? Uh, yes. Yes. There's but some kind a, of descriptor. Right. You're very right. That's There's how something. you talk to your girlfriend about yes. him because like, you tell her, can you believe he called me? And, you know. Wow. Oh, yes. boy. Oh, boy. Right. Wow. Oh, that, that wow. is a good one, Marissa. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yes. I mean, with my sister, I'm just like, so what old boy talking about? Wow. Yes. Wow. Wow. So when do you talk politics? When does that come up? These last four years has made you really, mm. you know, politics become a thing. You know, I think these last four years has brought that to the forefront. Yeah. I don't think in the past you would speak politics, you know, but I think these four years has definitely brought that out. I feel at some point, naturally, based on the things that just go on now in the world, at some point, it's just going to come up. I don't Mm -hmm. really like have a list. Okay, we got to talk about this, 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 this. I like to flow with it and keep it Mm -hmm. natural Mm -hmm. so that the real person comes forth a bit. So would it be a deal breaker? For me, it would be. It would be. I think it would be be because you have to have the same values and the same morals and ethics. And I think that there comes a point in time where the rubber meets the road and you just Mm -hmm. have to agree in some places. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that would be a deal breaker for me. And I want to talk about it early because I don't want to drag this on and six months down the road, I'm feeling you, you feeling me. And then you say, yeah, so I, you know, voted for Trump, you know. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, no, we have to break up. Like, 
Wow. <laughs> I'm getting wow. my It's purse. interesting because it's not like the kind of thing that I hear often on people's lists. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like mm. what you're looking for. I don't I don't often hear people say, well, their political views. Well, I you think know? that's like a sub. Like you it's have one, two, three. Yeah. And then you have one <laughs> A, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I and, think and, it's like a sub. Right. And then again, I think it's 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 important now because these are the most different times of our lives, right? So mm-hmm. things that are happening now, I don't think they happened before. So you have to put that out there because like Cindy said, you don't want to be three months in, six months in, and you like me. You actually have like selfies of you guys together in your phone and then you got to delete it. <laughs> right. No, his name goes to don't answer. Like you don't right. want to do that. So you have to get it early in the beginning and, and not even just political, but just morals too. Like get those questions out the way. Out like the way. shock value because if you ask early, People are, I think people are, are expecting those. Oh, so what do you do for a living? Oh, what do you like to go on vacation? You hit them mm-hmm. with the, the hard questions right off. So they're kind of knocked off their feet. And you already know by the hesitation mm. or the confused look on their face or <laughs> if you're getting the truth or just something they feel like you want to hear. Roche, wow. you're just like, who did you vote for, sir? what is your voting precinct do you know what is your voter status (laughs) that's very interesting and that that bleeds into something else I want to just kind of take a a small rabbit hole so I have this uh, thing with my daughter uh, for example that I say anybody who wants to try to date my daughter or whatnot, I need to have their tax returns W-2s credit (laughs) report like I because I need to establish some concreteness (laughs) about the person who's going to be taking my daughters into life with them. Uh, It's that stuff that, you know, you guys uh, inquire about or or are curious about as well. I want to know, like, you don't you don't have to share your like actual score, but I want to know, like your money um, habits. So um, I'm not like a save, 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 don't ever spend kind of person. But I want to know, like, are you out here just wilding out with your money? Because, <laughs> you know, we, we can't live together like that. We're going to have some And that issues. score will tell you that. Right. So I want you to, to you know, I want to I want to see how you, you know, because you can tell when you're dating a person what they're like with their money. Um, you know, so I I don't want to know your I don't want to ask you right out what your score is, but I'm thinking eventually those kind of things will come up. And when I say eventually, I'm not talking six months down the road. <laughs> I feel like so at we're this learning. Cindy has like a six month. Yeah. Hmm. No. So see, it's pretty much like a three month. Right. You pretty much know whether this is worth your time or not. Well, because I'm hmm. too old to be doing that year or two year thing. Like we, we on hyperspeed right now. Right. <laughs> I'm on the other side of the fence. You know what I mean? Hmm. Right. I can be dating you for two years and then you decide, you know what? This has been mm. fun. No. Wow. Right. wow. And then especially wow. being Generation X, like by now you should be, you should have some financial responsibility, I would think. Mm. You know? So it's not dating for sport anymore. You don't just, you, y'all don't just date for fun anymore. You don't just See, go out. I think mm. that's where I might be a little bit different from the okay. other ladies because I am going into it completely open in a way because initially my thought process is I need to see who you are, not under the pretenses of where we're going to end up. Okay. Okay. Because for me, if I'm focused on where 
we might go, be it marriage or whatever the end result might be along those lines. I might be more prone to give you the benefit of the doubt or not, or I feel like I would just be looking at you a different way versus Mm -hmm. just being focused on who you are and the heart of you. Because for me, if I find out something that is not pleasing or appealing to me, I am the kind of girl who can still talk to you on occasion and still even mm-hmm. enjoy an outing or dinner or whatever. But I'm going to make it clear to you that my romantic interest is no longer there. Interesting. Mm. So you'll still go out as friends. Yes, because I believe okay. that you really need to be my friend first. I have learned the lesson that I'm not a person who can have a successful relationship with a man unless I know that you're my friend. Because then I Mm. feel like, what are your pretenses? What are you what are your motivations? What are you trying to get out of it? If I know your heart and I know that you want me to win and that, you know, I'm a good person. And I know that about you. I'm not going to suspect you. I'm not going to think you're out to hurt me. I'm not going to think, oh, are you really a bad guy? Did I miss some things along the way? Because I was thinking down the line romance and stuff like that versus just seeing who you are. Yeah, right. And I would I would take a step back and I would say that when you're when you're meeting people and you're mingling, it definitely is for sport. But as soon as those red flags come up and I determine that. There's some things that I, I feel like I can't go on, but we can still be friends. I stopped the dating aspect of it. Mm-hmm. We can still be social. We can be um, Facebook, even though I'm really Facebook or Instagram buddies or I see you out, I speak, but really just stopping it. Because I feel like sometimes even if you say that we're I'm not interested, you know, still going out on dates and everything leads that perception that maybe I can, you know, I can keep nudging and, and I'll get you to change. And mm-hmm. then, too, I don't really want to. I look at it as too is like you're taking up space for somebody that really wants to be here. You know, you blocking mm-hmm. those other opportunities. So if I feel like we really are not aligned, our morals are not, you know, in in sync, or or we just it's too many red flags, even for me, because I know that I'm, you know, I'm really outspoken. So it goes both ways. I don't want to waste your time, and I'm definitely not going to waste mine. You know, so that's how I look at it. Yeah, mm. interesting. That's a good um, point. I think to something that we've been talking about a lot is sort of, you know, like, how do you define single in the first place? Mm -hmm. Right. Like, when are you, quote unquote, allowed to date? Like, when is it safe to date? You know, is it when you're I'll just leave it at that. Like, sort of how do you all define single? Not married. Okay. not married. Wow. So you can, if you're in a relationship, you're I'm still single. single. Okay. I'm single in if, a relationship. <laughs> you're single in a relationship. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Interesting. Cindy, what do you say? Um, you know, I, I feel like I'm single as far as what box I have to check, but. Sure. Um, I'm, I'm in a committed relationship. We, we live in the same house. Um, so I don't, it's when I say single, like when you said, well, you're single, I'm like, well, I guess I am single, you know, like, <laughs> because I'm not married. But, um, you know, when I hear single, I, I feel like single means dating or dateable, you know, dateable. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I'm, I'm not dateable. 
I'm, you feel off the market. I'm off the market. Yeah. Yeah, you are off the market. Yeah, I'm off the market. And so I just feel like single, but that is the true definition, I guess, of single. Yeah. And I was kind of thinking about that. Do I was like, because I we've been getting a lot of like different feedback about single. Like, and I think that, you know, when we did it, did the poll on social, most people were like, single means I'm not in a relationship. I think most people felt like Cindy felt that, you know, it's not in a relationship. And so we've been really like processing that. And I think as I was thinking about it, um, kind of my second question is like, has single got a bad rep, right? Are people so anxious to get out of single status that it's been adjusted so that we can just hurry up and be out of single status that we've relaxed it to a place where, you know, no, no, I'm in a relationship now. I'm sing- I'm not single anymore. What do you guys think about that? I think that single has definitely gotten a bad rep, right? So I think once you come out of a committed relationship and you're out there and you're used to being, you know, with your significant other, and then you go around family and friends and everybody's all booed Mm. up or together, there's a sense of like, oh, I really want to be, you know, not single anymore. But I feel Mm. like if you take the time when you're single and really focus on you and develop you and get to be the person that you desire to be with, um, single can be some of the most exciting times of your life, at least for me, you know, because you really sit down and you work on yourself and you tackle goals and, and you realize, okay, being single is just a thing. It's not who I am. Right. So, yeah. I, I think single has definitely gotten a bad rep, you know, because then mm, everybody, if, 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 um, if not being single just equates to being in a relationship, I think all of us have opportunities to be in a relationship with whoever, you know, but is it that right relationship? So that's what I seek, the right relationship, the right partner, like who I'm really supposed to be with. So I definitely think that single gets a bad rep, you know, mm. take that yeah. time and really be focus on you. It's okay to be single sometimes. Maybe it's single. you're single because you need to get to a certain place in your life or work on some things. So yep. that's just yeah. my thoughts on it. I think it depends on your audience too. Mm. Because there is, you know, with your family, they want to see you. Well, sometimes they want to see you married. You know, there can be single people in your family. Like in business, I have a lot of single female friends that are like all about getting their businesses set up, growing their businesses. Mm -hmm. So they don't look at being single as a bad thing at all because they're driven and they're trying to get some things accomplished. And then some of my married friends are like, girl, (laughs) (laughs) take your time. Uh Precisely. And then I believe that there are a lot more people now that are on the other side of situations that didn't work out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there are people that I know who have no desire to get married. And before I was married, I didn't know anybody who didn't want to get married. That was like the thing. Everybody wanted to get married. And now there are some people that are like, nope, I'm good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I think that I, you know, we are like, we talk about this a lot, like getting to marriage is two whole people coming together Mm -hmm. in partnership. And I think like single is a 
gift. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you said, Roche, you're like, I am like my best self, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm ready and available now because I'm as best as I have ever been in my life. Mm-hmm. Like that, I think, is when you ideally show up in relationship, you know, because I think, you know, none of us ever get it right. You know, mm-hmm. especially when we start out, we're we usually not ready, you know, and so we don't know ourselves. And so we get in relationships and just muddle through it. You know, I think that that's why um, that's part of why, you know, we exist in in, in teaching relationship skills and helping people kind of sort through all that messiness. Mm-hmm. But if we could get comfortable with ourselves um, and wait and be able to show up in relationships in a way where we are our best selves, that's when relationships shine, right? Mm-hmm. And and being able and comfortable being single um, until you're like at a place where, you know, you, like Lynette said, you know, you're just like having conversation and, you know, seeing where it goes, um, you know, I think that's ideal. So I have a question, um, and I don't know if we're going to talk about what's on your mind today. I, I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I do have a question for the ladies that I want to get into. Um, so h- historically, it is believed, at least, that women have a tendency to go for projects, uh, meaning that they have to you know, <laughs> c- kind of take on as a building project. Uh, as opposed to uh, other opportunities, more complete. I mean, do you guys believe that that's true for women? Do you go for projects or do you believe most women go for projects? Uh, or What's your take there? Hmm. <laughs> I don't know quite the best way to answer that, except that in my case, I do not have time. I don't know. <laughs> I, <laughs> Here, here's the thing, too, because I'm thinking about the conversations that we're having and I'm thinking my lens today and then I'm thinking my lens before I was married. And right. it's so different. Right. Before I was the person who would give someone the benefit of the doubt till it just about Mm. Not kill me, but I couldn't just do it anymore. So I feel like that old me probably Mm -hmm. would have taken on a project because I'm like, oh, well, they just had a hard life or, oh, once they see this or they'll, you know, because I'm giving people the benefit of the doubt or even making excuses for a person. I probably would have done that in my 20s. But now. Yeah. (laughs) Lesson learned. (laughs) (laughs) I can say I definitely, in my past, took on a project, and I equated mm. to buying a totally a house that you have to totally remodel without a contractor. You know, <laughs> you know, you taking it on, and you thinking you can put these floors in and all that. You really can't. Um, I really would. Yeah, I think if women, you know, once you get to a certain point of your life, you definitely, you know, wouldn't want to take on a project. But I think in my past, I have definitely taken on a project or two. Would I yeah. do that mm-hmm. now? Absolutely not. Mm. Absolutely not. I agree. I've taken, I looked at it as they have potential. It's not Mm. necessarily that Mm -hmm. I'm building him or whatever. Like Lynette said, in my past, I thought, oh, well, he has potential. So I'm going to work with his potential because I was looking at it like I had potential. So Mm. we could grow, finger quote, together Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now I don't have time for that. You need to be (laughs) fully grown 
when I get you. Like, so fully grown. I love this because, like I said, we were intentional about selecting black girl magic, right? You mm-hmm. all happen to be all black women. And so, like, what do you need men to know about um, attracting and successfully engaging in relationship with dynamic, powerful women? What 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 do the brothers need to know? With self-esteem and a good job. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think one of the things my pet peeve I hear is black women are, you know, aggressive and we're loud and, you know, all of the narratives that come with, you know, the black girl magic. Um, mm-hmm. I, I would say we may be loud and we may be it may come across as aggressive, but. We may just be emotional, but get to know us. Mm-hmm. Don't get to know me instead yeah. of lumping us all together, what you see on Real Housewives or exactly. all of that. Get to know me as a person and come. Yeah. Uh, that whole representative thing is a real thing. I was on mm-hmm. a dating site for many years. It's it's a real thing. Like, mm-hmm. Just come as you are, you know, <laughs> be honest and come as so you how are. Do they, how do they come? Because I do, I have heard from guys that women are also, powerful women are also hard to approach. See, hmm. that's where, that is a little tough because I was having this conversation with a girlfriend of mine the other day because she said to me, you are no nonsense. You mm-hmm. have an opinion. That's it. And sometimes that's difficult for people to handle. And I said that I don't want to be the person that people are not able to feel like they can share their opinion with. I'm not going to try and change you or beat you over the head with my opinion. But in your approach to me, what I'm looking for is how you speak. As far as showing interest, giving a compliment, showing care, concern, that type of thing, and not knocking me because I have an opinion or saying I'm not teachable or I'm not willing to be led because I have a brain and a mind of my own and a thought process. Mm. So a person who would go a length with me would be someone who could appreciate the fact that at my age, I am able to put thoughts together and (laughs) am able to express them in a way that is not aggressive, but assertive or sure. And there's nothing wrong with that because Mm -hmm. I'm not here to overpower you or threaten you or run you in any way. I'm Mm -hmm. just a person who's lived a little while who thinks. Mm. Wow, a woman who thinks. What a novel concept. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. Hey. I, I got to ask this, and you guys may or may not be able to speak to it, but we're going to try it. We're going to try it. Uh, I'm looking forward to asking the men this, this same question, but I got to ask you since I'm talking to you right now. So there is this common belief system that there is something wrong with a woman who reaches a certain age and has not yet uh, achieved marriage, uh, if you will. Do you guys have any thoughts or any ideas on why people think that way uh, about women or uh, what's that rooted in? That's a good one for (laughs) Rochelle. I think that 
That is another misconception because just like being single is so taboo that you have to be married at a certain age. You know, I think life happens and it happens in different. It happens differently for us all. Right. So mm-hmm. I, I think that I'm, you know, looking back on the relationships that I've had and, you know, where I've been, I've been with some great guys and some not so great. But the ones that was leading toward marriage, I would not want to be married to them now. You know, so mm-hmm. I look at it as, a, you know, to me as a blessing that I didn't marry somebody that I wasn't supposed to spend my life with and in in this situation now where I'm trying to make it work because I do believe that you know hopefully when I get married that it's forever you know so mm. I think that's definitely taboo you know mm-hmm. I don't know where that's come from but I think that's again like you you look at social media or you look at all your friends and everybody's married like you said Lynette before when you were married everybody wanted to get married you can't believe that nobody on the on this side now wants to get married so I definitely think that that's taboo you know, and I say it all the time. Tenure is not an indication mm-hmm. of success. Absolutely. Say it again slowly <laughs> for the people in the back. Try it one yeah, more please. time for me, if you don't mind. Yeah, that please. needs to be on a T-shirt. Can you restate that, please? Right. Tenure, mm-hmm. in other words, how long you've mm-hmm. been married is not an indication of, of success. success. Yes. So I say it all the time just because you've been, you know, you know, we say it all the time. We've been married 25 years. We've been happy about 10, mm-hmm. right? So um, real talk. You and know, need so- God constantly in this world. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, I need you right now. <laughs> You know, so just because you've been married a long time does not, I always ask, I'm like, how long you've been happy? Right, you know, right. because it makes a difference. That's a great and question. And so just because you've been married, you know, if it just lasted two years or you shouldn't have got married in the first place, Absolutely. does not, it's not an indication of success. And you're the person that has not, did not make that mistake or did made a choice not to go into a relationship they shouldn't have been in. Mm-hmm. That's not an indication that there's something wrong with. Right. Can I say something? Of course. So one, that is a two-way street doctor paying that question. Because if I meet a man and he tells me that he's a certain age and he's never been married, Mm -hmm. automatically, and this might be wrong in my mind, I'm like, okay, how long is it going to take me to figure out why you ain't ever been married at this age? (laughs) Like that is all. And I I should try not to let that steer me. But I'm like, how long is it going to take me? Because in business, I'm taught if I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose quick. Mm. And I need to figure out why (laughs) if I'm thinking you're someone that a relationship could go the distance with if you're telling me you haven't been married. And that's probably really bad now that I think about it, Um, unless you communicate to me like what Marissa was saying you did not want to make this mistake. You've dated people before. You've been in some good relationships, but they didn't work out for these reasons. If you're able to communicate those things to me and your actions, um, align with that you didn't want to make that huge mistake or that you have such respect for marriage that you didn't want to just go into it just to be married. If you're communicating that to me and I could tell that by your actions, then we're cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I have done that before and didn't think about it till you just said it, but I have like mm. met guys and they say, I'm 50 and never been married. And I'm like, okay, red flag. Like, <laughs> what's wrong with okay. you? Right? Wow. wow, wow. You know, what's wow. what's going on? You know, can't keep a relationship together, but that's that's true. But when I hear women having been married, I don't I don't have that same thought pattern. Mm-hmm. So, interesting. I, I never thought about that until See, just now. 
I look at it as more as so because when you think about the marriage, you know, the you know, we we as women can definitely want to be married, but it really takes that man deciding this is what he wants because you can't get married without him. So if I hear a guy, he's 40, 45, 50, and he hasn't been married, I, I just automatically go like, oh, he's just been living his best life. And now he's mm. ready to sit down, you know, settle down because mm. he has options. I don't necessarily go like, oh, something's wrong with him. And maybe mm-hmm. now I have that thought. And then I don't think <laughs> to get out of my mind. But I just wow. definitely wow. think that like so there, if there I'm was hearing some maturity correctly, going on. He needs to mature a little bit, you know? Yeah. So if I'm hearing correctly, mature and single, you expect a story like you expect Mm -hmm. a story. And so you don't need to show up like you don't have a story. Exactly. (laughs) I want you to tell me the story right now. Because there's a background. That's so good. There's a real story. Yes. There has to be a background. Yes. At this age, you've had to have some bumps and hills and valleys Mm -hmm. and you know, and so I expect it. So have I. Wow. And so come with that and bring it to me and, and let's That's talk so about good. it. So we can make of, a decision. Yes. <laughs> instead of yeah. bringing your, sending your representative and then months <laughs> down the line. All this time. Yeah. You done, right. you done wasted three months income trying to date me playing games. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Yes. Wow. And don't ask me like, oh, the women I've met, you know, they really hasn't been, you know, women are this and that. And then I find out, you know, two months in that the women that you met were fine. It was just as you were a playboy. Just say right. that up front and you're looking for something different now. You know, wow. you've matured from that. You know, you're getting older. You're realizing like, okay, this is, you know, this is real life now. You know, yeah, so you need somebody that. to help aggregate your medicine. Right. <laughs> see, see, James, that's a project though. I need you to come. I need you to come with your knees full intact, able to get on a plane and go jet set and see some yes. things. Right. Yes. Definitely not with your AARP card. You know. Right. Like, oh, yes. Uh, yes. Wait a yes. minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> that is real. I'm not laughing because that is for real. Yes. That is yes. for real. So in exchange, are you all bringing that as well? Do you show up with your stories? Absolutely. Because then I'm like Absolutely. in the relationships. Like, mm-hmm. are so like in the dating conversation? We talking about past relationships now? Not early on. I would think like maybe things that because you can't get that's them. in Cindy three month criteria. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I definitely so. think it, it can't be at the beginning of the dating because okay, you don't want to give them. Point. Yes, you don't want to give them too much because then you're giving them the blue point of what not to do to date you. Right. Mm-hmm. But, you Ooh. you know, you don't want to give them all the, right. the, you know, the the tools. But um, it definitely comes up, you know, just this not- is where the intention comes in, too, yep. because and this is something that I thought about earlier that I wanted to make clear. When I say date for sport, I mean, I'm not just dating one person. That's dating for sport to me. Okay. And dating for sport means I'm giving you completely surface. I'm not getting deep with you. If I'm dating a person thinking that, you know, he seems like he could be someone that I could be in a relationship with. Now let me date you with the intent to actually get to know you. Hmm. Then I decide, am I going to give you my story? And how is that naturally going to Mm -hmm. come out in the fold of our conversations? Oh my goodness. Wow. I can see a guy saying, and that means you got walls up. Okay. For good reason. (laughs) Yeah. That's called guarding my heart. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You have to guard your heart because as women, 
you know, I, I do think it's probably a small percentage of women, but the longer you date a guy, you develop those feelings and then you you throw away those red flags. So you really do have to go into things with an open mind, but I call it an open mind, but a guarded heart. Yeah. Mm. I don't know that I, I, I come full self mm-hmm. from the start. Like, I don't know how to be guarded and, and you know, mm-hmm. I come full self thinking mm. this could be a possibility that we could make this into something. So I want to be straightforward with you from the start because that's what I want from you. So I'm always going to give what I want to get. Um, so I don't, I don't necessarily know how to not show up any other way. Um, and if it turns out that it's not a love connection, I have like three or four guys that I've met like that and it didn't, work out for mm-hmm. you know love connection but we're friends and mm-hmm. it turned into a friendship right and yeah. so cindy i'm kind of like the same way but i realized what really works for me is that you have to i have to go back old school i think this age now when you meet a guy they're like oh you can meet him get your number at the gas station or do a friend and you say oh it's, it's tuesday let's go out to dinner on thursday and mm-hmm. i think that falls into that i'm giving you too much of me now so what i've learn to do and it actually works because it weans a lot of people out take a take a two weeks take three weeks and actually court have phone conversations get to mm-hmm. know that person over the phone because i guarantee you all of their representative will be it will come mm. out in mm-hmm. that time if you go back to old school according like you know when we was in high school because we couldn't really i was gonna date. say ain't that an old word i'm just like wait a minute well, i mean i am jenner i am hey. <laughs> It, it's, a, it's a lot younger than Suter, you know? Ah. <laughs> well, and the other thing is, it doesn't take a long time to figure out that it's not a connection. So, I mean, mm-hmm. like, I'm not ending up six months down the line, nine months down the line, just figuring out that this is not. Right. No, I, I'm I'm there pretty quickly. It, it's yeah. not going to take me a long time. Yeah. I think, I think for me, you can just tell if a guy is really interested in you. If you was like, I just want to get to know you, how often he calls you, what mm-hmm. does he remember from your conversations? Do you get that generic good morning, babe, text and all that kind of stuff? Or is it really more catered to you? I think in, in giving yourself two to three weeks to just really just talk to him gives you a lot that you don't have mm-hmm. to learn, you know, two or three dates in with my best outfits on and, you know, my best foot forward and all that kind of right. stuff. I can learn wow. from the comfort of my home. You know? Wow, wow. This is good. I'm glad it's a three-part series. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I did have one more question I wanted to ask the ladies, and I know we're running short on time, but one more question. Do y'all still have lists that people have to measure up to? Come on, tell the truth. Shame the devil. I don't Do you feel like lists? it's a list. It's not a list. <laughs> it's a couple requirements, right? It's, yeah. <laughs> it's a requirement. That are in right, right. It's some standards. A yeah. spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> there are some things. <laughs> There's definitely some things, right? Um, I think I've given up the hope of like six foot four, you know, long as mm. long as you match my height, you know, I think that's <laughs> I think I'm there. Um, of course, you know, when you're younger, you're like, oh, I want somebody that's, you know, that has this amazing job. But it's really like, 
do you have a job and can you take care of you? (laughs) I can take care of me, but can you take care of you and your responsibilities? You know, are you faithful? You know, and and, and can I look at you? You know what I'm saying? You know, you give them, (laughs) you know, y'all, everybody wants this big romantic guy, but can I just physically look at you? You right, know, and you, you know, like I think that's where real life comes in. You know, I, think I think it's change. It changes from yes. mm-hmm. what you used to want. Like right. the list was, oh, he has to be six feet four inches tall, dark and handsome, with you know, making two fifty, three hundred thousand yes. a year. And now, <laughs> right. like like Roche said, do you work? And can you pay for your bills? Like on right. time. They can just, they can just like, do not, that on down. Not only can you pay them, do you pay them on time? Okay, on time, check. Right. Are you taller than me with my heels on? Okay, you're not. Okay, well, close to me with my heels on it. Like, right. you know, it's some things that I'm willing to, you know, alter. To negotiate. Yeah, sure. yeah. Dr. Payne, I don't feel like the list is a bad thing. To right. me, it directs you and it helps you stay on track. Mm-hmm. with what will work for you so mm-hmm. that you don't waste your time. Exactly. Wow. And if you I use your it. singleness to its full advantage, you'll realize what what's really deal breakers and what's not like what you truly, truly like and what you don't like, I think, mm-hmm. during that time. So I'm one of those organized people who set priority, like I rank, you know? <laughs> wow. There are things that are must-haves and then there are things that are nice-to-haves or negotiables. Mm-hmm. And then there are lessons, there are things, you know, because the things that are on the must have list all come from lessons that I've learned, too, from being previously married and and dating and things of that nature. And once you've been through some things and you figure out kind of what you really need versus what you thought you needed, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it changes how you go into who you spend time with if you spend time with someone at all. So I don't feel like having a list is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Based right. on what's on it, we right. have got to um, move on because we got to talk to the bachelors. But I feel like we can't leave without <laughs> at least hearing from Cindy a little bit about the um, being in a committed relationship and deciding to move in and that step um, on the way to marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you know, um, would just love to hear your insight about that, you know, kind of that decision um, and just the progression from meeting and making that decision um, versus going straight from, you know, the relationship and just, just choosing to go into marriage. Uh-huh. Well, okay, so we met on a dating site, which, you know, sometimes we tell a story that we met at Walmart because it just sounds better. We met on a dating site um, and we were it, it seemed like it went pretty quick. Like um, we clicked. We had a good yeah. time. For me, humor is important. Somebody who can make me laugh Absolutely. and we have a good time. Don't take yourself serious, you know. Um, and so we clicked. We spent a lot of time together back and forth. And both of our leases were coming up at the same time. And so wow. we were like, we spend like, he, he was spending three or four days at my house and, you know, two. we were just going back and forth. So we were like, we're wasting money. And so let's just <laughs> um, move together. And for me, marriage wasn't like the end all be all like it would have been before. 
you know, yeah. when I was 20 or, you know, 30, I would have been like, mm-hmm. oh, we have to be married first. And yeah. now I'm like, you committed to me. I'm committed to you. We good. Let's put our furniture together and let's do this. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> um, And so we just moved in. It probably it was less than a year. Um, wow. Probably about um, 10 months, 10 or 11 months. Yeah. And we yeah. um, we moved in together have been living together. We had a little bump in the road and I moved to Atlanta. Because <laughs> you single. Because I'm single, I can that do part. that. <laughs> and here I am back in Virginia. <laughs> and I'm back. And so we've been together for five years. And mm-hmm. even when I was in Atlanta, like I moved to Atlanta and then like, a month or two after I got there, I was like, this was a horrible mistake. <laughs> I want to go back. <laughs> but of course, I couldn't let him know that. So I was like, I'm living just fine, you know. <laughs> but we still talked every day. We He came Aww. back and forth. Um, you know, he came down uh, a, a bunch of times, a lot of times. Um, <laughs> and, you know. So is marriage still on the list? Marriage was on the list and we were getting married before COVID and we were just going to do something small, you know, with just family and friends, something really small. And, um, COVID came and I don't play around with COVID. So, (laughs) (laughs) so we just put it on the back burner, but again, I'm not, um, I'm not hard pressed to be married and I'm not against marriage Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. because my marriage didn't work out. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not against marriage. I think it's a beautiful thing. I'm just not to the point where I have to be married right right now. Like yeah. I'm committed. I'm not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. But I don't have to have the piece of paper to solidify our relationship. It yeah. you know, it is what we could have a commitment ceremony in the living room and I would be fine. Like yeah. you know, it's it's but not you a big still deal. but you still value it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I still value it. Um, Mm. And we would probably be married right now if it wasn't for COVID. Mm -hmm. Um, So you're you're in a committed relationship, but you still see a difference between marriage and your relationship. Absolutely. I do. Okay, that's interesting. I do. Interesting. Um, Because I don't want to take away from, uh, I don't want to, say that it, I'm in the same relationship as someone who is married, because I feel like that takes away from the institution of Interesting. Mm-hmm. getting married. Am mm-hmm. I committed? And is he committed? Absolutely. And mm-hmm. do I feel like, you know, I'll be here till they put one of us in the ground? Absolutely. But wow. I still, um, you know, I still feel like there's a difference you know, than wow. what we're doing, what, what my grandmother would say. And I'm sure you're familiar with this, um, yes. Marissa shacking up. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, um, that's James favorite word. I cringe every time he say it. Shacking, I'm just like, Oh my gosh. Yes. Shacking up. Shacking up. Yes. So you can say it. I am officially shacking up. Yes. <laughs> yes. We are officially shacking up. But I, um, I, I mean, I, I see us getting married once, you know, this whole pandemic Love thing it. is, 
is over. Five years and happy is a lot better than 20 and miserable. Come yes, through. yes. <laughs> and, you know, I've been divorced. And so people always asking me that, like, are you not getting married because of the divorce? And that has nothing to nothing to do with that at mm-hmm. all. Like, that's awesome. Nothing at all. That's awesome. Ladies, oh my gosh, thank you. We're going to give you each a chance to just kind of close out because we have got to get to The Bachelors. We look forward to the Thursday Night Live um, to continue the conversation. Just one question that you may have um, that you want us to ask The Bachelors and any just kind of closing reflections from our um, phenomenal conversation. (laughs) Um, Roche, would you start? First, I like to say this is so fun. I didn't know what to expect. I know you know me, Marissa. I'm kind of like an introvert, so this is <laughs> this is really fun. Um, I don't I don't know if I have a question for them, but more so, well, yes, I do. What is your what does your ideal partner look like? You know, in mm-hmm. your mind, not physically, but like mentally, and you know, mm-hmm. what what does your ideal partner look like? Yeah, because we 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 brought the we brought the A game with the bachelors as well, so that's good. <laughs> Thank you, mm-hmm. Lynette. I was going to say something similar to what Roche said. I feel like there's a guy, there's the woman that they end up with and the woman that they say they want. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Like there's a gap there. Mm-hmm. And so I'm curious to know what's what's real and how does that gap come together if it does. Mm-hmm. That's good. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Cindy. Um, I just wanted to say thank you. And like Roche said, this was great having the conversation. I learned some stuff. Um, (laughs) I would like to know, like, what um, what would men say would be a way that women could make themselves more approachable, you know, Mm. for them to feel more comfortable to Mm -hmm. approach, you know, to approach us? What what could we do? To make ourselves more approachable. Good, because I forgot to ask: Do y'all are y'all approaching now too? Mm. Do mature women approach? <laughs> and I see no. some heads. I, I, I don't. See, oh my god! I do not. Okay, wow. no. I no. bet they're gonna say they want to be approached too. No. I already know they no. will. I'll give you All the right. green light, but I'm not gonna approach. <laughs> right. I'll, I'll smile when I look at you if I want you to approach Cindy me. Cindy, like I approach all the time. What y'all talking about? <laughs> Wow. Every girl is different. <laughs> Cindy, I'm going to call you after this, Cindy, and see what your approach is. <laughs> Lynette, go ahead. So just so that I can have something different than what Roche is saying, too, because I agree with that. But the other thing that I want to know is how do you decide if the woman that you're sitting across is Ooh. the one? And then how long does it take? Like, are you trying to get it done then or are you on a... <laughs> a year long quest journey <laughs> to get to the altar. Like when you know, do you know, and you're going or well, what That's does that good. look like? Mm-hmm. That's good. We own it. We own it. <laughs> Got it. Thank you all Thank so, y'all much. so much. Thank Listeners, you. We're going to call it an episode. Thank you all. We, an extended episode, but <laughs> thank you all so much for listening. As always, share this with someone that you know needs to hear it. And we will continue the conversation as always on the Successful Marriages Facebook on Thursday night at 7 p.m. Central. See you. Bye. See you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. This is Life, Love and Leadership. The Life, Love, and Leadership podcast is a presentation of Marissa Q. Payne International, Dr. James Payne Speaks, and the Foundation for Successful Marriages. 
with Rare Gem Productions. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. To learn more about our guests, show notes, services, events, or to get involved, visit SuccessfulMarriages.org. Life, Love, and Leadership is another positive production of Rare Gem Productions. Thanks for listening. Thank you.